And once again, I want to give a big shout out to our official sponsors, Atlantis Campers. Atlantis Campers are part of the BWC group. Atlantis Campers have the largest indoor showroom in the UK and they won't be beating on cost and value for money. As a family-run business, they are dedicated to making your van life experience one that you'll never forget. So they'll make your camper van down to your spec. They're the Overfinger camper van companies and get on them. Atlantis Campers, all the links are in the description below. So Atlantis Campers. Just before we get this started, I just want to let people know that we've got an offer on our Patreon at the minute. We've got our fame, it's called the hundred, First Under Club. Um, we do have Patreon members, but we're running an offer now, and it's £1.50 for everything. You get all the perks, but there's only 100 spaces. A, few, a lot of them have gone now. So once they're gone, they're gone. But you can stay on that tier for as long as you want. Paying the one pound fifty, but if once they go, you get you get extra episodes, early episodes. There's already eight extras on there now, specials, and we've got crazy plans in the future. So just to let you know, we've got the offer, and the links in the description below. Sapling, John Mayer, we all love a good laugh, don't we? So why not come and join me at Liverpool's newest premier comedy club, The Laughing Lounge, with some of the biggest names in the game. It's a complete night out. We've got headline comedians, live music and amazing food. For tickets and info, go to laughinglounge.co.uk. See you there. We've had the IPT, we've had the final days of the hearing of the, of the Investigatory Powers Tribunal. Um, it, it, it went well, it, it went really well. I sat every day in the hearing um, and I've always been under the impression before the tribunal that um, the NCA obtained the wrong warrant. What, what I learned while at the Investigatory Powers Tribunal is that there was no warrant available to them. There's a big thing about stage one and stage two data. Now, in my personal opinion, it's all a con. There's no stage one and stage two. It was all live. It's it's all some kind of live intercept tool. Yeah. Um, but what's coming to the surface now is the say in, in, in some Crown Court, the, the NCA offered to proceed on stage one only to get rid of stage two data. Now, what they're trying to say is that everyone's stage two is at a different time because stage one is when they first access the device. Stage two is forward facing, like they're collecting it live after that. Yeah. Stage one is what's stored on the device at that point in time. And there's that much to unravel. The information they're putting forward is that much of a mess. It's got to unravel at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's a massive injustice, yeah. right? They know it. We know it. The courts know it. The judges on the IPT, the IPT panel know it. Everybody knows it. So what I know is that if if this corruption continues, it can only continue so long. Yeah, of course. It, it, it can only, it's there, it's blatant, it can only continue so long. So like I t- said to you last time, the next step for us will be the European Court of Human Rights. And and all of the, every other country has gone at that angle, the human rights angle. There's a guy being given asylum, I told you about him, there's been a couple more since being given asylum in other countries because the other countries that didn't take part because it was against your human rights have said, well, they're not going to receive a fair trial in their own country. So people who have been arrested in other countries have been given asylum there. 
Jorge, in fairness, in my opinion, is a load. It's it, it, it's all that is all, just so they can look good to the public, and it's for public gratification for the, for them to say to the public, "Well, we've took this money, or we've took that money." They won't be taking eleven million pounds off us because there isn't any available. Exactly. So they might they might put it in the paper. They might put out there's an eleven million pound proceeds of crime yeah, against yeah. them. There isn't eleven million pound there. There isn't eleven pound there, and they won't be getting a penny because that it isn't there. It's yeah. not available. So so that's another con. Yeah. What's happening everyone and welcome to part two of our series of um, exposing the NCA for the corruption with Encroach Chat. Um, before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to our official sponsors, Atlantis Campers. Um, Atlantis Campers is the best camper van company on Britain. More the VW transporters, not like the tourers. But all the links are in the description. You can build your own camper van with them and I've got... They've just been given a finance deal, so you can put it over longer term and get um, cheaper payments. So, yeah, big shout-out to Atlantis. We've got big things coming in the year to come. I also want to give a shout-out to Cavern Menswear as well. That's the bag, Cavern Menswear. They've just moved shop from inside Cavern Walks, and now they're on the front of Cavern Walks. As you come in from H&M, wait that little side thing. They've moved today. So it's number one, Cavern Walks. They've got all your boss um, names and everything. And they sorted me out on my Christmas Day club. So big shout out to them. And they got robbed the night the same night as well, the little rats. So yeah, let's bring Julie back into the room for number two. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been waiting for this. Um, there's been a little bit of a delay because of Christmas and Julie wasn't well. But we're here now. So where do we start with it? Okay, so we, we've had the IPT, um, what I was talking about. Yeah. We've had the final days of the hearing of the, of the Investigatory Powers Tribunal. Um, it, it it went well. It, it went really well for us. Um, learned a lot while we were there. I've, I've always been under the impression before we went to the hearing, we, I sat every day in the hearing, um, and I've always been under the impression before the tribunal that um, the NCA obtained the wrong warrant. What what I learned while at the Investigatory Powers Tribunal is that there was no warrant available to them. So, no, sorry, I know I, I'm not even going to butt in on this podcast, people, as well, because I've had a few things. But just so people know, the IPT, that's that's the... It's a tribunal. So the Investigatory Powers Tribunal is an, an administrative course. Administrative, yeah, that's the right word. So they are, um, they, the, the Investigatory Powers Tribunal oversee the investigatory powers of law enforcement oh, agents okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. in in the UK. So they they basically, um, if, if 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 someone's got a complaint about how a law enforcement agency has used the the investigatory powers, you go to the tribunal oh, okay. and you say, look, you know, we're the claimants. So the defendants, Encrochat defendants, there's forty odd Encrochat defendants that have, have gone with a claim as a class action okay. to the investigatory powers tribunal and said to them, look. They apply for the wrong warrant. We want the warrant quashed. Um, what what I thought before we got there was that they apply for the wrong warrant. Oh, yeah, they should yeah. have got a, t- a, t- a targeted intercept warrant, which would have allowed them to use the the, the material as intelligence rather than 
evident in court. But what 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 it's how it turns out. Listening to the arguments and look, it's it's hard to follow. Um, I've read the Investigatory Powers Act a million times, and and the the people we've got there, as I said before, on our behalf, are tenacious. But I didn't realise just how clever they were. There was a barrister there, uh, Matthew Ryder, and he he he, he talks through different points of the Investigatory Powers Act, like he's reading a nursery rhyme, you know, you know it inside out. So his argument is, on behalf of us, his argument is not just did they apply for the wrong warrant, there was no warrant available to them. There wasn't, because it's bulk bulk interception, they they couldn't apply, they needed to apply for the targeters intercept warrant before they applied for the targeters equipment interference warrant. But, there's no warrant available for them. Now we were all there was loads of talk before you went, you know, before the tribunal started. Um, the NCA have got endless public funds, so there's a yeah. guy called Jonathan Kinnear. We'll talk about him in a bit. He's the head of the CPS on behalf of the NCA in Operation Veneta. But they brought in the big guns for the, the tribunal. They brought in Sir James Eady. Now Sir James, the, the panel as well. The, just just to give you a, an idea of of how it works, you're, you're in a in a courtroom. The panel, you've got Lady Carmichael, um, Lord Justice Edis and Stephen Shaw KC, three powerful men. And they're the ones it, who make well, the decision. One lady. And, and they're the ones who make the okay. decision, okay? Um, you've got them on the panel. And then I counters in the room. There was like 36 legals in the room. So, you know, you've got some of the biggest cases in the country. And you've got Jonathan Kinnear, who's headed for, on behalf of the NCA, as the, the Crown Prosecution Service, he's headed Veneta in the, in the whole country. Anyway, everyone's going on. You know, they're bringing in Sir James Eady. He's the choice of choice of counsel representation for the royals. He's represented the royals. He's represented like the likes of ministers. You know, he's represented yeah. Boris. He's rep- they're all talking about this guy coming in. He's the big guns. He's going to come in with great arguments. Um, his argument was absurd. As I, 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 honest to God, like and. and it, no matter, I've, I've analysed it a million times. I come out of the court and I was thinking, my head was wrecked and it took me time to process his arguments. His arguments, I mean, I don't know whether, I've always said courtrooms to me, are, in my opinion, are archaic, yeah? But I, I've come out and I'm thinking, is he is he got a bit confused with his nice thoughts? He's a seer, has he got himself a bit confused? Because I felt like he, he thought he just hopped out the 19th century. Yeah. His, his whole argument was based on the fact that well, we think they're all rotten criminals. We think it was used. We we believe it's used for criminal activity. So why should they, why should they even need a warrant in the first place? Uh, well, hang on a minute, see. So are we going to jump? Laws are put in place. Yeah, are we going to jump back to the ninth century where we think you've committed a crime? We'll chop you, give give the, give the police a sword, behead yeah, them. Yeah. Do you know? No, there's there's laws in place. There's a system in place, and the system can't be abused. And and as far as he's concerned. He, his the basis, his main basis of argument was that um, an outdated course of appeal ruling should be upheld. Now there was a ruling in the course of appeal to make this this evidence admissible, but there's since been evidence. There's been evidence that's come out since that. So the the evidence of, of Emma Sweeten's notes that we talked about yeah. last time. You like this? This this was one of one of me the most shocking parts of the whole thing. What she done was she sent the new note, which was the original Roland note, and she sent a screenshot of the properties. The properties weren't from her laptop. They were from a guy called Andy Cochran's laptop. So therefore, there's another document somewhere missing. And when the, when the properties were analysed from the document, there's 300 words missing. Yeah. So not only does the document she's now submitted say 
that um, indicate more towards it was live. Yeah. There wasn't a warrant available for them to even use, never mind. They what got does their that warrant. mean? There's not a warrant available. So, like, what they've applied for doesn't so, exist. So, they have to go through the Investigative Powers Act. So, when they're obviously, you know, you've got NCA legal who are like the NCA's lawyers. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Who they go to for advice. And you've got the Crown Prosecution Service. Now, it kept getting sent back. Well, actually, you know, you've got to do with this. You've got to, you know, th- this needs to be put in place yeah. first. The European Investigation Order, all the rest of it. it, it within British law, reading through the Investigative Powers Act and within British law, it turns out that if they def- if th- what they done was they said we want a TEI warrant. Okay. So the French guy, Jeremy Decoe, had messaged, had emailed Emma Sweeten and said, It's a shame your magistrate can't authorise yeah. it. You can't authorise it because it's not legal in the UK to use. So what they done was they decided we're gonna make it legal. We're going to make it lawful. We're going to find a way to use it. So instead of normal protocol going through the Investigatory Powers Act point by point and seeing where it brings them to, if it brings the answer of a warrant available to them, they started at the end. Oh, okay. I get so it. they started at the at the target, the warrant they wanted, which was the thematic equipment interference warrant. They started there and worked their way backwards and told lies. Not only did they tell lies, there's a massive culture within the... I didn't realise it was as much in the CPS, the NCA completely. So it it's kind of, it goes a bit like this. And, and everybody, anybody that's been um, in this this long awaiting trial, anyone that's been, been dealing with this will recognise this instantly. It goes like this. You ask them for disclosure, they ignore you, okay? They fully ignore. You ask, you say, we want this evidence. We know you've got it. Disclose this evidence. They ignore it for as long as they can. Yeah. A judge finally, eventually, because everything takes months and months in British law, a judge will then say, well, you know, you should be providing this, provide an answer. They refuse it, they lie, say they haven't got it, okay? And and then if if then they're forced into telling the truth, they'll tell the truth, but they will, they, they'll keep as much as they can away from you. They will, they will give nothing, nothing at all. Anything that assists your defence, you will, it's like getting blood from a stone. Yeah. There's, there's no, not, I mean, I think we established last time, there's nothing fair about the justice system. The barristers aren't paid enough to, to represent you. They're not paid enough to stand up against them. No one's paid enough to stand up to them. So if you're on legal aid, honest to God, like you've got to do it yourself. I, my biggest regret from our And even trial, if you're on legal aid, it's the government who are paying them, isn't it? So they're well, basically working for them. Well, well, they are, but they don't get paid enough. to do, yeah. They don't get paid enough to represent you properly on legal aid. Only if you're paying them and you're doing half the job yourself. I mean, look, I was talking to somebody yesterday about... Different, different bits of evidence. There's evidence. There was evidence that just being put forward in our trial. I, I've got photographs and and emails, and there would have been AMPR evidence at the time, but we, we they didn't get it for us. I, I had loads of evidence to say, no, he wasn't there. He was there. Yeah. You know, you go back through your phone and look through photographs. No, you're wrong about that. He wasn't there. He was there. He, he was fishing. He, there was a weekend where he was fishing for the whole weekend. And there's a, there's WhatsApp chats between us. There's me little lad sending me what their order for breakfast was the next day so we could remember it. And they're saying he was somewhere And they're else. saying he was somewhere else. Now, I I, I, I done all that work, work myself, but getting a back, getting and want any of our legals to argue that for us was impossible, you know. So we know the justice system's imbalanced. It it, it it's imbalanced because of um, unless you've got loads of money to throw yeah. at it, you know. And it, it, it it's all all a big imbalance. But um, the NCA, the culture within the NCA and within the CPS is that they they don't they don't reply 
to any disclosure requests. This was a situation we ended up with what I was going to talk to you about Jonathan Kinnear in the IPT. So in February, we had a, in January there was a hearing for the IPT and then there was an argument about um the the NCA given disclosure of of APK files. Um if the if the if the NCA have got access to everything we need, okay. So everything our our experts, everything anyone's experts, like they've got access to it. They're refusing to give it. Now it's now it's becoming an abusive process because now it's becoming of they're not they're not just saying we haven't got it. In the IPT and in the Crown Courts, different things are being admitted. So they said they had no handsets. Then they said they had two handsets. It turns out there's three hundred and sixty four handsets. Yeah. You know, so so. But it, it, but but they keep tripping. Different different people are coming on the stands in different courts, and they're tripping themselves up yeah. over it. So it is becoming a serious abusive process. But what happened was in 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 January there was a hearing, and um, the the lawyers on behalf of the claimants who were us, um, they they were asking for disclosure of certain technical things, things that they could give to the the engineering expert who is. The head, like I've told you about him before, Ross Anderson, he's the head of data engineering at Cambridge University. Um, he was he was the expert that won the IPT, Investigative Powers Tribunal, against MI5 and GCHQ in 2015. He's a quite a he, he's a very well respected man in his field. Um, he was part of it, part of, of the development of encrypted devices. Um, he knows, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He's, he's Professor Ross Anderson head of Cambridge University, data engineer, and, you know, you can't get anyone more qualified than him Mm. to do this job. So he was asking for certain things he knew were available to the NCA. The NCA then requested a closed hearing for the IPT, which means we're all locked out. We we can't see or hear what they say. Um, They use that a lot. They use public interest immunity. If they don't want, if the NCA don't want you to know what's being said, yeah, they'll say, well, it's in the public interest for them, them not to know. So they locked us out. They had a closed hearing. And in the closed hearing, I've never seen a transcript because it was closed hearing. Um, but what came out of the closed hearing and what what I know to be true, I know because the barristers told us, you know, what, what they've said is they will take Ross Anderson's report as read. So the report of him, his opinion of how the implant worked, um, the tribunal will take it as read because the NCA won't provide what he needs to do his experiments to find any, you know, to investigate further. So we were told that. And then there was a hearing in March. And the the start of the hearing in March, Lord Justice Eddis, the the main judge on the IPT trial, on the panel, they're the ones who were going to give the judgment. He started the hearing with um, basically just a brief overview of what, of what has happened in the closed hearing. Now I've read the transcripts of that. It's yeah. fact. This is, you know, I've read it. And his, his his explanation was that because there wasn't time, the NCA couldn't provide what was needed shrouded by the French state secret that we, we know now know doesn't exist. But because it's all shrouded by French state secrecy, the panel, the investigative powers tribunal, the whole tribunal, everyone in the room, everyone involved is taken Professor Ross Anderson's report as read. Okay, so as as you read it, that's how it's you know it, that's going to be upheld as evidence within yeah. this tribunal. Okay, that was agreed. So in this hearing, Jonathan Kinnear, who we were talking about before, and I'll give you a little bit of a background on Jonathan Kinnear. So Jonathan Kinnear is is um, he's the the King's Counsel on behalf of the NCA. Um, he's a CPS barrister, 
and he's he's headed to Operation Vanessa throughout the country. So he's popped up in courts all over the country, and he's kind of like the you know the pinnacle of of their defence. Um, he he's got more of he's got the biggest attitude of I'm ignoring you. We'll ignore you. We'll ignore you. Then no, you're not getting it. Kind of thing. Anyway, one of his his arguments it was absolutely outrageous. But one of his arguments one was that. Emma Sweeten should be taken as a credible witness because his reasoning is this. So 32 months, there's been men in prisons on remand, unconvicted for 32 months. 32 months, she's had this roller note in it, on her laptop and it's taken 32 months and a threat of taking a laptop for her to hand this roller note over. His his idea of her was um, she should be credible because now she's found it, she's handed it over. Um, anyway, that was one of his arguments. I'm going to tell you his other arguments in a minute, but I just sidetracked then. Jonathan Kinnear, I'll give you a bit of background about Jonathan, Jonathan Kinnear. Jonathan Kinnear is CV screams to me. So when you look at him as a barrister and you look at, you know, just the, the chambers he works in, um, some of his latest work is, one of them is, he worked on behalf of the CPS in the Rock, Rochdale child sex exploitation case. He were, so so all these children were abused and groomed and abused in Rochdale. Okay, they weren't they weren't given justice by the Crown Prosecution Service. They were denied justice. They were they were discounted as you know it, it, it was it was absolutely abhorrent what happened to these kids. They then filed civil suits against the Crown Prosecution Service. Okay. Jonathan Kinnear defended the Crown Prosecution Service in that. So that this is the kind of guy no. you this is the kind of this is someone you'll walk into a courtroom and he'll front anything. Yeah. Okay. And he'll front he'll front it with he's brazen. He'll front any corruption. He's also um he's all he was also on the defence team for the post office. Oh. Well on the prosecution team. He also worked for the post office as a as a CPS barrister in the post office scandal. So all of them poor people who went to jail lost their lives, lost their, their, their homes. Some of them lost their families. They lost their businesses all through another technical error, more technical. Um, you know, obviously... Everybody... So when shit hits the fan for them, he's the guy they he's bring He's the guy, can he? Can he is the guy that comes. Yeah. Um, he screams corruption and he's got front. He, 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 and he, he, you know, look, I've heard barristers say it about him. I've heard loads of people say it about him. My opinion of, of him is he's, he's bent. He's, he's, he, he's as bent as anything. And, and not all CPS barristers are bent. You know, there's loads of them. The, the, the system's meant, meant to, to protect us, but, but he's a problem. He's a massive problem within the CPS. Yeah. He doesn't work within the law. Nothing. Um, is is within the law anyway? As other his other argument was going back to the Ross Anderson's report that was supposed to be taken as read. Um, I, I was I was kind of I was kind of I, I was outraged by the argument, but then after again after coming out because it's 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 quite daunting being in them courtrooms and that you know when you're in London and you come out it's a massive thing that the the Royal Court of Justice they're a huge building and it's quite overwhelming so and you're thinking how is he getting away with saying that you know and the judges are letting him do it but anyway his his main argument was that um, Ross Anderson was wrong in his report um, and he, he basically he, he stood in the courtroom and he ripped it apart and he said things like one of his one of his statements was um, you know Ross Anderson doesn't understand the word transmission okay. We'll be right back. I'm comedian David Race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity-filled paranormal talk show like no other. Monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. 
You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like Monstrosity, or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Outrageous. It, upset. I've never, I never, I, I couldn't, I was, I was in, I, I, I don't know where the barristers got the patience from. To, and this to is, let this him is without giving him any evidence. They never give him no. So, so he's got this report. So they've all got this report from Rob, Professor Ross Anderson that was supposed to be taken as read. Yeah, yeah. So they never and, give him no, like what, what they were asking for. Did they, they to do this report? No, they don't, they don't give, they don't, yeah, don't, yeah. don't hand anything yeah. over. Then another thing he said was, um, what, where he says live, where Ross Anderson says live on that report, he means from the handset. He yeah. means from the device. And you're like, how is he standing there? How is he, how is he even got the goal? How is he, where has he got the audacity to stand? So you're not, firstly, you're not qualified. You're a barrister. Yeah. Okay, you're not a data engineering specialist. You're not. You're not. You, you, you haven't got qualifications to even even decipher. You can take his report as read, but you can't try and decipher it. You can't try and rip it apart because you're not qualified to do that. Firstly, secondly, it was agreed for it to be taken as read. Thirdly, I'm sure Ross Anderson understands transmission a million times more than you do. Yeah. You know, come on, mate, pack it in. But that was his main argument. So his main. I kind of after after I. After the shock was over of what he had to say, and then a come come away and process it, I thought they've got none. Yeah. What have they got? They've got James Eady thinking he's in the ninth century, saying, "Well, we shouldn't need a warrant because we think they're all criminals." Well, no, there's a th- th- there's laws there for a reason. The Investigatory Powers Act is there for the reason yeah. for a reason. Parliament put it in in place for a reason, regardless of your opinion of whether you think people should just be um, convicted. Tried. Why bother with trials? Exactly. Why bother with any of it? Why, why bother? Innocent so, until so, proven so guilty his, as well. So his main it? argument was, <clears throat> his main argument was, well, they shouldn't have needed a warrant anyway and really, like, you know, what are we arguing about because it's mainly criminals. Well, and anyone that's got anything to say about that, all the people that have got something to say about, well, you know, drug dealers, all the rest of it, they're not all guilty. I'll, I'll reiterate that. I'll reiterate that 20 times. Not everyone's guilty. The, the evidence given can't be tested. The evidence given isn't reliable. There, 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 there's laws in this country in place to protect us from them saying we think it's you and we're not going to prove it. Okay, they can't prove it with with unreliable evidence. They can't prove it with evidence we can't test, and that's what they've tried to do. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. So I'm quite positive about the IPT. Uh, yeah. um, and the first time I've heard some semi-positive comments from barristers. You know, one of the comments I've, I've heard from a barrister myself is that um, the only way. So if Matthew Rider's interpretation of the Investigatory Powers Act is correct, which we know it is, okay, the only way they can rule against against us in the investigate in this Investigatory Powers Tribunal is to change the law. Um, now, I, I obviously, as I said before, I don't know the law. Um, that, would that have to go to Parliament and all that? Well, I think it would. I think it would have to go to like a House of Lords, or I don't. I don't. I don't think because this is is so um, new, and you know nobody's ever dealt with it before. I don't actually think any of the barristers know what can and can't be done. Okay, but I do know what I do know is if that if they rule if if they rule in our favour, there's two hundred submissions. If they rule any of them in our favour, then the NCA are going to appeal. If they rule against us, we're going to appeal. 
what what it opens the door to, what it has opened the door to, the investigatory powers tribunal, it's opened the door to massive things across the country because certain things have, have transpired from that and come out from that that have not been heard in Crown Courts. Now judges in Crown Courts are saying, well, you have got that. You can provide that to the NCA. You can provide this. There's a big thing about stage one and stage two data. Now, in my personal opinion, again, I'm not technical. I'm trying to understand it. But in my personal opinion, it's all a con. There's no stage one and stage two. In in my, it, I'll give my honest opinion and people will probably go, oh, she's mad. It was all live. It's, it's all some kind of, live intercept tool yeah um but what's 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 coming to the surface now is the say in 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 some crown courts the, the nca um in one case a few weeks ago offered to proceed on stage one only to get rid of stage two data now what they're trying to say is that everyone's stage two is at a different time because stage one is when they first access the device stage two is forward facing like they're collecting it live after that yeah Stage one is what's stored on the device at that point in time. So everyone seemed to be under the impression that stage one was only from the first to the eighth, which I was. Uh, again, you're just learning as you're going along. But stage one data, uh, stage stage one data is, is from when they they um gained access to that that what they're saying is that what they're saying is the device, I believe, from the server. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think even that part of it is a con. And there's that much to unravel. There's, it's that it's that messy. Um, the information given by the NCA and the information given, it, it, but yeah, by the NCA and local police forces, I don't think any of them quite understand. Apart from the tech, the techs, yeah. the data scientists, I don't think any of them quite understand. So it's that much of a mess. The information they're putting forward is that much of a mess. It's got to unravel at some point. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, go on. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was just going to touch on that. I, um, the IPT. Um, so if they vote in your favour. Does that then obviously they'll appeal it? But then, if they vote in your favour, what what? Even if they appealed it, say, and then it's still in your favour, what does that then lead towards? So I, I didn't have an understanding of the, the persuasive or bind an argument. So I thought that what they were trying to put across was that whatever the IPT rule, it w could only be persuasive towards the Crown Court. But what they were saying was this, at the minute, there's current Court of Appeal rulings, okay? So we haven't been in the Supreme Court, but there's current Court of Appeal rulings that say the evidence is admissible. So one of the other arguments were that these outdated cause for appeal rule and should be um the the investigation powers tribunal should be bound to them now i don't think that is going to happen because it's it's clear and obvious the cause for appeal rule and needs updating yeah, yeah. because there's, there's evidence that's come then. out there's a lot happened also we've got this in the investigation powers tribunal because of the way british law works um unless something's ruled upon unless there's a rule and, and there's something official in place they have to go with how it stands then so we know that the hearing last month in, in France disclosed that there's no French attestation document. There's no state secret, okay? But they're not ruling on that. There's no ruling for that until the 12th of January. So I don't know how that is going to impact on the, the IPT ruling. I don't know how that's going to impact on the Crown Court in this country. I don't know what 
how much impact it's going to have. When's the IPT rule? IPT, what they said was they will aim towards the end of January. They've got a lot to discuss, a lot to, obviously it's, it's, it's a massive thing. Yeah. But I think, I mean, my, again, I'm just going to give my personal opinion. I think January is going to be the beginning of the end for the NCA. So if they, um, if they, if they, if they go on your, they, they go hopefully, you know, they, they go on your side. Does that then rule out all EncroChat evidence? We'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Girl fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Well, if, if see again, I'm not completely sure. If the warrant is quashed... Then it's fucked, isn't it? I, I don't know how. So I've, I've heard an interpretation from another... Or from It wasn't a barrister, it was a solicitor, and his interpretation was something like, if the warrant's quashed, they can still uphold the evidence. Um... I don't know what options there are, and I've asked the questions. I've done as much research as I, as I can, but again, I don't know the law, so I don't know what options there are. I do know what I do know is that it's a massive injustice, yeah. right? They know it, we know it, the courts know it, the judges on the IPT, the IPT panel know it, everybody knows it. So what I know is that if if this corruption continues, it can only continue so long. Yeah, of course. It, it, it can only, it's there, it's blatant, it can only continue so long. So like I t- said to you last time, the next step for us would be the European Human Court rights. of Human Rights. And and all of the, every other country has gone at that angle, human rights angle. There's a guy being given asylum, I told you about him, there's been a couple more since being given asylum in other countries because the other countries that didn't take part because it was against your human rights have said, well, they're not going to receive a fair trial in their own country. So people who have been arrested in other countries have been given asylum there. Um, most of them have been bailed. People, oh, yeah. are, people are being bailed. Some, some the NCA, I mean, specifically the UK, the NCA have managed to extradite them before because again, people don't know and they haven't got they haven't got decent representation, you know. The, and they've they've managed to extradite a few, but the amount they've managed to extradite, they've also are decent legals and being given asylum. So do you think do you think the people who've been next solely on chat, just solely on chat? I'm just going off what like what I'm thinking. I obviously you know a lot more. But say they voted your side and you've been next solely on chat, I think that would lay more if they've done obs on you and got extra extra evidence, then you're not you haven't really got no, no, but but it, there's a lot of people. There's there's not there's not a lot of people convicted at trial either yet. So exactly, not, a lot of a lot of these trials are waiting to go ahead. Like I said last time, it's thirty two months into people being on remand. So there's a lot of people on remand are waiting waiting to go to trial. So if the evidence can't be upheld and the evidence isn't admissible, they can't continue to keep these people exactly, on yeah, remand. Yeah. Where where you look, I, I mean. My biggest interest is um, what happens to someone that's been convicted at trial exactly, on chat only. It is one for yet. We're on a visit a couple of weeks ago, right?
Now, this wood cottage on our case, this wood cottage was the main focus of our case. It was supposed to be an amphetamine lab, right? Um, There's a family on a visit next to us and, and they were talking about us and I was like, and I just ignored it, carries on what I was doing. Not, I, I didn't get a bad feeling from it, but they were having a conversation about us. And um, when he when he come off the visit, the lad come over to him. He's been on a wing with him for like nine weeks or something. And he come over to him and went to him, "Hey, you're, are you the one who's been nicked for that investment lab in in, um, in Chester?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he went, "I lived there." He said, "What?" He went, "Yeah, I lived there. That was my house." He went, "What do you mean?" And he went, "So why weren't you nicked with us?" And he went, "Well, when the police raided it, listen to this. So all all of all of the photographs, the surveillance I found and the unused evidence of all these kids they're on the visit next to us, right?" It's not Nick for Encro. It's not Nick for a drugs lab. It's Nick for something completely different in Halifax, where he's from, right? Not Nick, and I'm not being a grass saying this because the, the police knew he lived there. All of the all of the surveillance was on him and his family. All of the DNA evidence was his. All of the fingerprints were his. Okay. My husband met him in prison. So an, another a criminal of whatever, whatever he's whatever he's being accused of now, I don't know, is is randomly just in, 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 in the same prison. And he was never investigated. He was never investigated as part of our our case. And it was his house that they're saying was getting used. He lived there. <sighs> he lived there when the police came and raised it. This guy was living there with his family. All of the surveillance, the car, this 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 white rangy was his. The, it was registered to him, so I'm not. I'm not saying anything. The police don't know, by the way. Just so you know, no, I'm, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. saying anything. It's just, the police... It just shows more corrupt and but, more but it, shite. It, it, it's. I'm like. I'm in. Sh I'm still in shock about it now because I'm still trying to process. Well, how? How? How does that? Well, he just wasn't their target for that. It turns out he just wasn't there. He he wasn't of interest. And 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 when it when it was what I'm, that how we led to here is because when you said any other evidence, so they said this was a big drugs lab and all the rest of it. There was nothing found there. So they didn't nick him, gladly, yeah. because there was nothing found there. So the evidence that was found at Wood Cottage was basically just surveillance on a family living there. Okay, this this place where my husband was supposed to have had a, a big drugs lab, the evidence is just they've got from but that if your evidence, lab. if your husband had a drugs lab in there, which he's been sentenced for, yeah, mm -hmm. and I'm not, same again, not being a grass, but if that was the truth, then surely the person who owns the house who's living there would have knew about it. He'd never met him before. That's what I'm saying. They're on, they're on a visit. And do you know how he knew? Because his dad was on the visit. The lad's dad was on the visit. He said, my dad just recognised you from the paper yeah. and said... So surely he, he, he will have knew about them in the lab and then well, he will have got nicked. Of course, it was nicked. his home. But, so well, of course, it was his home, but there was no evidence. There was the no, there was no drugs. Yeah. No drugs mad. found there. No drugs. No. So the surveillance the ads was just this family living the life. This These little kids on quads and whatever so else. they're just going off chat on your husband. Really, so it's, they? It, yeah. It really is. So if the IPT thing goes, so the, the the bit of hope you've got there is retrials without the use yeah. of chat. So back to, back to the question you're asking me, right, is look, I don't know the answer, okay? Yeah. So my biggest interest is that I want to know if we get if we get the if we get a ruling where they quash the warrants. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll try and be as optimistic as I can, but my from life experience and from experience of what we've dealt with with this, I'm really, really not optimistic on anyone in the British justice system doing the right thing. I'm terrified of it because they don't and they get away with it. I mean, you've got the likes of, like what I was talking about before, Jonathan Kinnear, they just bring him in and be brazen and say what they want and they lie and he's a liar. He's an outright liar, honestly, and they'll do and say whatever. They, they, 
they behave like it's a game. And and what they're not realising in this game, we're, we're in the IPT and you've got um, Victoria Ailes. She's one of the junior barristers on behalf of the NCA. She's got she's got my social... I'm sat in the public gallery. She's got my social media up in front of me on her laptop, passing it along to show the other barristers laughing at it. No, there's nothing funny. My children are going to go without their dad for 19 years. That's not funny. This isn't a game. This is our life. This is this isn't just our life. This is in this room now. What what's being what's being argued in this room and what's going to be ruled on is life sentences for people. You're taking the lives away, and and it does nothing to jest about it. The sat in front of me. That's how serious they take it. You had the other guy. I can't remember his name. Robert, someone, another junior barrister. The carry on out of them. This 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 fella. I, could barely look at him because he spent most of the time rubbing his head. He was making me feel a bit nauseous. But <laughs> at the end, we, 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 odd, really odd guy. And I don't care what he's got to say about me, but re- really, really odd person. At the end of the, the hearing, after the judges left, he picked a bottle of water up like he was doing a champagne spray. A barrister um, who was supposed... This is, but this is, this is as serious as it gets. Do they not realise? It's not a game. He haven't just won something. I don't know what he thought he'd won. I don't know what his um, what his, his celebration was for, or what he thought he had a victory after doing after, your hearing, after you the IPT hearing. The so at this IPT hearing, this this fella picks a bottle of water after the judges had left the room. He picks a bottle of water up like he's doing a champagne spray with it, and I'm looking, thinking, what what are you on about? Like, what are you, what are you celebrating? Because no matter no matter who who wins or who whose favourite rules in. This is quite sombre. This is people's lives. And yeah. I don't care what your opinion is. This is real life and this is people's lives. This isn't what your opinion, all these people with their opinions, like they're all just dirty drug dealers and whatever else. You, all the people that are typing all that on, 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 I'm not judging anyone, by the way. I don't care what anyone does, right? But all the people that are typing it, they're all on the sick or, yeah. I'm, I, and I'm not bothered. I don't care what you do, but keep, you know, you, you know, your judgments unless you're living the most perfect, clean life and whatever else. Don't judge. Oh, and if you are living within that system, right? If you are living within the system and paying all your taxes and all the rest of it, and you are a slave, in my opinion, right? A slave to that system, then bully for fucking you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we'll just touch on that as well. So there's a few comments and that, you know, it's they're all, anyone who adds on to criminal, they're all... um, it's all right crying now they've been sentenced. Um, you were all right spending the money, this, that, and the other. The point being is, like, maybe people, yeah, there's people out there who've done, because they've done a bit of weed or something, like, speed class B, and they're just, the point is, they're just putting shit together on people willy-nilly and they're not following and it the laws. Yeah. it doesn't fit. Whether they've sold drugs or they haven't, it's not the point. The point is, the corruption. So there's loads of cases like in our case where the AMPR of vehicles didn't match the cell sighting. They're not in the same place. Is is mobile phone never cell sighted once in the same place as this so-called Encro device? Okay. Is mobile phone didn't cell sight once within the vicinity of Wood Cottage? They had one cell sighting, what they relied on, and it was 4.2 miles, a 15-minute drive away in Chester City Centre. And we'd gone shopping and we had evidence to show we'd gone shopping to Chester to go to the Keel shop. Okay, we had full evidence to show that. And it wasn't it wasn't on the same cell tower as the NCR 
crew device they were talking about are being cell sighting her. Yeah. Okay. Cell sighting as well is not for me. It's it. I haven't looked into it and look into the, the fact that you've got three different directions and That's all the rest of it. That's not a million percent, is it? No, it's not reliable. There's also cell towers now. Um, the cell towers that that were active back then that aren't now, so they can't be checked of what direction it goes in and all the rest of it. So none of none of this evidence used is is reliable none of it it's it's not no one was ever caught with any drugs no one was ever caught with any money no one they so have not even no like like ingredients or anything like that nothing no no the house house under surveillance for how long us under surveillance and what they seen on their surveillance was a family life so that so people out there who comment and saying it's all right when, when he had so there's been no there's no obviously to have a lab you've got to have ingredients you've got to have whatever I'm assuming you know what I mean there's been none of that caught there's been no surveillance of them in no vans and, and, and mate there's no chemistry degree either yeah Sorry. chemistry all sorts nothing so they're doing it on chat alone so to say he, it's alright spending the money Who's to say he was ever a drug dealer? That's the point. Hey, what money? We're facing an eleven million pound pocket. Okay, so we've been given an eleven million pound. Well, where is their proof? I've got no money. Where is their so, proof? So they to can say? look. At, they can. They can investigate my life as much as they want. There is no money. So where's the money? But where's their proof to say that it was his phone? Where's their proof to say that his chat or was his name ever mentioned or anything like that? Nicknames, nicknames they decided to attribute to him, and okay. and um, Sando, Sando. So he's uh, again without being he's one of five brothers, well, yeah, one of six brothers. I was just gonna put in there. His dad's got the same name as him. So Joseph Kidd, right? Joseph Kidd, my name, yeah. There's one. My dad's Joseph Kidd, my granddad's Joseph Kidd, my cousin's Joseph Kidd, my uncle's Joseph Kidd. There's seven, seven Joseph Kidds. He's been in jail with two Anthony Saunders since before. They got, they kept, one of them kept getting my letters and going and giving years ago when we were younger for the driving offence. Because I always get to, you get trolled no, when you're on YouTube. Yeah, and you, a few you go on Companies House, right, mm. and um, get your time, get your address. So someone tried to put a, put but a picture Let me make up. this clear. No one wrote Anthony Saunders, okay? Yeah. The, the nickname... They they say was on these chats in I think about twice was Sando. But that going back to our, our last podcast, who's to say that that's someone who hasn't got a grudge against your husband? Who's just gone right? We're going to say we're going to put his name in there, even if it was his name. Who's to say that? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? But it's like like the troll going back trolls on YouTube. I get messages. What's happened to all these companies you own, Joe? On companies else? I'm like what companies? And just because they put Joseph Kidd in and it comes up, boom. There's, there's ten I know of in our family, or seven, sorry. So that's just a little tiny thing for that. I can't believe that that's what the yeah, nicked one. It's, it's crazy. So where we are legally, okay, so we're waiting for the, the 12th of January, we're waiting for the ruling in France, okay? So uh, how that is going to impact on the UK, I don't know, but I feel like it's got to have some kind of massive impact. So we know we know from the hearing they didn't provide... Um, the French prosecutors didn't provide this attestation document, this certificate. So the certificate validates any kind of French state secret. In France, I think we discussed this last time, but briefly in France, live intercept is is allowed. Yeah. Okay, it's, le- it's legal. As long as they can look at the technicalities of it, they can see 
where it's come from yeah, and yeah. how it was processed. They've got their law. They've got to be able to see how it's processed. It can they be can taken. Still just make it up. Yeah, it can it? be taken in transmission, but they've got to see how they how they took it in transmission. Yeah, yeah. So there's no French state secret. So the ruling on the 12th of January, whether whether it gets put off or not, we don't know. But we're expecting um, for them to to rule against the 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 strides of secrecy around the methods of the hack. Now, in that in that instance, if they do rule and say there's no state secret, tell us how you've done it, then we get the methods of the hack straight from the horse's mouth. But but at the same time, again. All these experts, there's experts from other countries, there's loads of people, hundreds of people that have employed their own experts, people I won't even know about. You know, there's people, there was there was a few people outraged that I was on the last podcast because they're like, they're still stuck in that, be quiet, don't tell no one. And I understand to a certain point, but they're like, oh, you know, you're fucking it up for everyone to, saying it on a podcast. Now everyone needs to share, the, in my opinion, point. everyone needs to share the information. But... Um, anyway, so in the meantime, all these experts are working on reverse engineering the the devices. We we there was a report came out. So on the last day of the IPT, when Jonathan Kinnear was giving his evidence, um, he was putting his argument across that Professor Ross Anderson doesn't know what he's talking about and he's more qualified and whatever else. It was just absurd. It was outrageous. He said the NCA in in a in a Crown Court case have provided these APK files. Anyone that knows an AP, you know about APK files, don't you? The the no, the, the part of the app, <laughs> part of a part of an Android app. Oh yeah. So the APK file is the app. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. So the NCA had it managed to extract from what they're saying is one two uninfected devices and one infected device. Still wouldn't believe them. Wouldn't believe anything they said. And you know the thing is, is what we need to know is who extracted it. How was it extracted? At what was the method? They won't tell any of that. Yeah. The, the saying, what they're saying is, we'll give you the extracted APK files, but we're not telling you how we've done it or who done it. But we'll give you them files. So those files show minimal differences. Now, this Jonathan Kinnear seemed to be quite pleased with that. There's loads of angles that there's loads of things. So one could be that, um, again, the APK files from both both uninfected and infected are the same because nothing ever touched the device and the and the the information came from the server. Yeah. It could but but it it showed slight modification. So then in in what what has what has oh, the minimal the minimal information and the minimal um details being supplied to Ross Anderson his his interpretation of it is that the app would have had to be modified for, for stage one. So it would show the modified app. Um, it, it's quite, it, it, do you know what? It's too technical for me and it, it'll go over everyone's head anyway and I don't want to try and explain something I'm not complete. I am complicit, but it's hard to articulate it. Yeah. Um, anyway, this report came out then, so then Ross Anderson has since then had a chance to reply to... he On the Wednesday while we were at the IPT, these APK files were delivered to the lab in Cambridge University. And he's had a chance to um, look at the APK files and write a report in response to that, um, which again is in our favour. Um, and and it, it 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 shows it's just a web, a massive web of, of lies, and it, it all needs unraveling. But there has been some headway with that in the Crown Court, even without the IPT. Um, so I think it's it, it, it's you know it, it's coming, it's coming to a head. Yeah. It's, it's got to. So the the twelfth will be the French state secret, 
anyway, it, it, the, the the end of the month is big for the Crown Courts. There's a a press ban on a, a, not what not not a press ban. There's there's a, yeah a, there's a ban on on talking publicly about another case that has a, a five day hearing at the end of the month. And give you the facts that they've got a five day hearing at the end of the month, end of January. Um, they've the NCA have been told all of the disclosure that they've been refusing, denying, ignoring all the requests. It's got to be dealt with within them five days. That's going to be massive. Okay. That if we get nothing before that, that is going to give us answers to certain things. And not only will it give us answers, it will, it will expose the NCA and the CPS for the abuse of process, the, the point blank refusal yeah. of giving the technicalities needed to 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 reverse engineer and prove the methods of the hack. So that's at the end of the month. That's that's um, the end of January. You've got the the ruling in France, the twelfth of January. Now the European investigation order was given to France. It was France were authorised for the European investigation order. So if the data used in the UK was data obtained with the European investigation order given to the French and the French rule inadmissible. Well, I don't think they will rule inadmissible. What I think the French will do is disclose the methods of the hack. That has got to have an impact in this country. Yeah, of course. There's got to be something. And then on top of that, the IPT ruling will be towards the end of January. So if it all piles up on them, then hopefully... Well, I, th I think it is. It's snowballing. Yeah. And, and we've had nothing in, in two years. It's been, it, like I said, it's like dragging blood out of a stone. Yeah. They won't... I mean, we've got we've got disclosure applications going back to December um, 2020 asking for APK files. So uh, just on our case personally, we, we, we requested APK files, modified apps and all the rest of it. So I know we've been asking at least since December, no... Yeah, December. 2020. No, December 21. October 21. October 21, I'm sorry. Because we're 22 now, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> October 21. So I know just on our case personally, we were asking for them details. Now, they they, they still hadn't provided it. And there's a few judges, be, you know, becoming a little bit frustrated by it because they know it's available to them now. So the, the hands are being pushed a little bit more and there's certain things they've got to supply. Um, and and again, like even after all of them, three things, they're three major developments we'll get within the next month or so. Even after all them, we've still got the European Court of Human Rights. We've still got avenues. Yeah. We, it's not going to stop. It, it's an injustice. It's a massive injustice. And whatever, again, whatever people's opinions are, well, most of them are this. And well, some people have pleas are guilty. You know, some people, they have done that. But Again, not everyone's guilty and it's a massive injustice and it's affecting hundreds of lives, this massive injustice. So th it's not going to stop until it's unraveled. Do you know if the people who have pleaded guilty because they've like been pressured in a sense, like they've gone, we, if you're like doing deals and stuff, say like we chat, we've yeah. got this, this, this. Do you reckon there's ever going to be hope for them to get like, a, I don't know, to plead the guilty, I understand that, but on the sense that the chat was wrong or, you know what I mean? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know how the warrant impacts I mean, then. like, the going I'll, in I'll, levels, you're going to be like, the people who plead the guilty, they're obviously going to be the hardest to do anything with, aren't they? People who haven't, not guilty, but being sentenced, they've still got a hope, obviously, retrial. And then what would you say to people who are on the mand and stuff now who are what, going to plead guilty or not, or have just been nicked? The best are just Listen, dragging the heels out. The, yeah, it's their lives. Like, I, I'm not qualified to give anyone that type of advice. My opinion would be drag, drag, your, heels. drag your heels as long as you can. Don't, yeah. You know, the thing, but, but, but again, like, 
I, I, there's lo- lo- loads of people in that situation and they're like, you know, do you think we should do this? Think we should... It's your life. It's their lives. I, I, not, I can't. My opinion is... Because even when you do a deal, you can't trust the deal neither, can you? Well, no, you can't. You, you, there's, there's a lot. We, we, we were talking about who's on a deal. And um, he agrees so many kilos and they, they said, we'll give you bail until... Yeah. Um, until your sentence and then we'll do this, we'll do that. They've done everything they could to get him to plead guilty. The lad pleads guilty and then they nicked him and has bail for, uh, for firearms and has bail for money yeah. laundering and added and added and then come up with loads of more chat and they were like, well, you said this was you, so if it's you, these are the charges being added to your indictment and what people, what I was naive to and didn't know, they can change that indictment right up to the first day of trial. Even in that. our trial, they tried, tried to change the incitement. What they done was they realised how much on shaky ground they were for the firearms charges because they were the worst bit of bullshit of the whole thing. Like, they knew. That's why they offered to drop them if they accepted all of the drug charges. Even on the first day, even mid-trial, they went to the judge. And at the judge, the only thing he ever ruled in our favour, by the way, the whole trial, one thing he ruled in our favour, they went to the judge and tried to make another count on the indictment for firearm charges. They tried to make it stronger, basically, yeah. strong. They tried to make it, they tried to change their arguments and change the story and the judge said no. You know, you've had enough time. No, because they knew how much on shaky ground it was. I don't know what our jury were thinking. You know, we, our, our trial was split into two. So there was five defendants on the first, well, six defendants on the first one, six on the second one. Everyone that pleaded not guilty on the second one went home. Two went home. Um, the other, other two that pleaded not guilty to the intravenous class A got found not guilty on it. Um, so I think the jury were listening. I think in our trial, um, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm still confused. I'm still perplexed. We had we have four, three, at least three, maybe four jury members crying when our verdicts were being given. And I'm sat there thinking, you're crying about it. Have you been listening? See, one thing I can't understand as well, Drew, is how can you have a, same again, how can you have a fair trial with a jury if you're going not guilty, right? When encrochat, all you're seeing is guilty, 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 guilty. Not not guilty. Yes, trial by me is, yeah. Nothing Anywhere for not guilty. There might be a few bits now because I've put this out and a few people there and here there. But all that juries are seeing, whether the pick randomly or what, no matter what, it's in your face, guilty, ankle yeah, check, guilty. It's dirty words. It's so tri- that's tri- biased straight away. Yeah, trial by media. Yeah. It's a dirty word. And, and everyone just sees ankle chat and thinks, you know, you've got people saying, why were they three and a half grand? Well, actually, I think it was £1,800. And again, that. and 16, again, how much is an iPhone? 16 only I'll reiterate this. How much do, does an iPhone cost, okay? Who uses encrypted platforms? Because I use WhatsApp a million times a day. My email is encrypted. And, and I'm not committing any crime on my email. Uh, you know, how many people have got Proton Mail? How many people have got WhatsApp? How many people have got... There's a, anyone that's living abroad, they have like Camera and Bottom and Wicker and Signal. And mm. So what is it? Is it all of them platforms next just because they're encrypted and because you want to hide your information on yeah, on them? Is it is it fair game? See, is every encrypted platform fair game? Exactly. Well, it's like Curtis Warren. I'll bring him up, right? With his restrictions, he can't have WhatsApp because it's encrypted. Like, he's wow. not allowed to have WhatsApp because wow. it's encrypted. So, like, anyway, that under like a serious crime prevention order? Yeah, yeah. So, any job logs can have it, but obviously, he's got a, restrictions. But because that's encrypted, he can't, he's not allowed to have WhatsApp. So, as you say, 
What's the difference? Joe, I know people under these serious crime prevention orders, right? That have only been convicted of white collar crime, right? They've been convicted of not even money laundering, um, fraud or whatever, right? And 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 I'm telling you now, I don't care. You know, you, anyone wants to jump on this? I'd say about ninety percent of the population are committing fraud, right? I don't care who you are, right? You know, look at your own life before before you judge this, right? But the, I know people convicted on white collar crime, right? who've been issued a serious crime prevention order because the law enforcement in this country have got that out of hand. They, they, they want it, it's control, right? They're issued with serious crime prevention orders and they have, they have to, they're only allowed in certain vehicles. And if they want to get a lift oh, to yeah, a 20, concert... 24 hours, you've got to... If they want to get a lift to a concert off the mate or a lift to a night out off the mate, they have to ring and get permission yeah. to get in the car. Well, Curtis, he's got, he's got a... He, if I wanted to go and see him, he's got to ring his peace handle 24 hours. He can't just stop in the street and speak to anyone. He's got to put his head down. Wow. But, um, but yeah, as I say, I want justice for everyone. People on here go, oh, the drug dealer, But at the end, of, I'm just thinking, like, the amount of money that they've made and all that, you know, because of the pockets and stuff and the amount of money well, involved. They've got, they've got endless public funds as well. That, that IPT, that was an eye-opener for me, you know. You had um, oh, what was the other barrister called? There's, there was another barrister. Um, he wanted to argue. There was a point that wasn't argued. Um, there was a point uh, about the um, the TTL, the the threat to life feed that we were talking about last time. They know, they know they're going to lose the point. So it was avoided. It was dodged. The barristers were happy because they're better winning it in the crown, and it hasn't been argued in the crown yet. So the barrister concerned with that point was was kind of okay with it with them saying they didn't have time to listen to it but they both brought a barrister in a pretty high level prestigious barrister and his name's just eluding me eddie no I'll, I'll find it in a minute anyway they brought him in just to argue that point okay his fees at £1,200 an hour okay he sat in that tribunal for the whole week and he still didn't argue a point the nta have got endless public funds Okay, they can spend as much as they want on 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 whatever defense. So looking around that room, probably a day in that room, you're talking about hundred grand. So they've got endless fun. That's what I mean. They've got everything going for them, and obviously. Well, actually, we no. You're probably talking about three hundred, four hundred grand. I mean, I haven't worked it out. I was just working one barrister's fees out. So if he's eleven hundred, eleven hundred eighty pounds an hour, all the way he's done before it. Yeah, the eight hours in course. But I mean, like, so no, like, no of it. We get what we want, what people want, and they, and the the chat gets thrown out and this that and the other. Do you think the money side of it will affect the decision? Yeah, do, of course. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, how much money? Um, it's cost to go to the court or how much money did have to give out as yeah, there's, there's judges involved that some of the head judges involved are, are also on the board of treasurers yeah so so in parliament on the board of treasurers so yeah the it, the treasury will have a, a an impact on, on on what the outcomes are i just think there's too much money involved like like what they've had off pockets no off previous cases and stuff like that and like, I don't know, everything's in their favour, but as you say, it's looking positive. But again, Pocker's a load of crap because they're not getting £11 million off us because we haven't got it. There's oh, no, no hidden assets, there's nothing. So so people see massive Pocker's, but they don't, no, if people haven't got it, they haven't got it to pay. Exactly. But like... If that's all for the public gratification. Yeah. You're the ones who want everyone flogged. 
the ones who go, yeah, give them the, the sword to the off with the heads and all the rest of it. The dirty criminals, they should get, they get what they deserve and all the rest of it. That's all that pocket. Let me just tell you, it's all a load of bullshit because they don't get any of that money. That's just all for public gratification. Lock them up, build more jails, lock them up, throw the key away and take all the money off them. Most of them haven't got any money. There's no money to give. Well, so, it, yeah. so, so, so pocket in fairness, in my opinion, is a load. It's it, it's all that is all just so they can look good to the public, and it's for public gratification for the, for them to say to the public, "Well, we've took this money, or we've took that money." They won't be taking eleven million pounds off us because there isn't any available. Exactly. So they might they might put it in the paper. They might put out there's an eleven million pound proceeds of crime against them. There isn't eleven million pound there. There isn't eleven pound there, and they won't be getting a penny because that it isn't there. It's yeah. not available. So so that's another con. Yeah. So what, like we're coming to the end of this hour one. So well, what we've covered, you know, there's January is going to be a massive month. If, if you if you're waiting on play or stuff like that, just try and drag your ears. That's what like looking out, looking into it. I, I would. That's probably your best thing at the minute, isn't it? Drag yeah. your ears. Don't go guilty. Drag your ears. Um. So. As we come to the end of this month, we'll it'll be a massive. We'll know. Let's see what happens that. on the twelfth. Yeah. So say him again. We're go, we're we're gonna keep on rolling with these as things. They had the IPT. Now this is just to catch up from that. Um, and then the twelfth a massive. So so when if that gets ruling on the twelfth, that'll go. That'll tip the scales more on. The... Sure, we'll have some some idea of the implications on yeah. what's happening here. So then we've got the twelfth. So then we'll get that sorted. We'll get it. We'll come on again, give another update. But and then the end of the month is like the hopefully the, that's the main hearing. But we'll just keep doing updates because yeah, there's bans all the time and and no one's speaking up on it. And I've put it out on my last one. And I just wanted just before we finish, I just want to add on some notes. So. They hit me with a copyright strike, which is my own content. So it's impossible to be copyrighted, right? Trying to scare me into taking it down. That was two weeks, last week. They banned me Facebook two days after I put it out. So what does that tell you? They're just silent, trying to silence it. That tells you a million things. Um, a lot of little things have happened. They wouldn't let me monetize it. They're not sharing it to people on Facebook. So just make sure, you know... If, there's a super tanks that you can press at the bottom of the thing and also share it out. Let's get it out there to as many as possible because believe me, they're in control of these algorithms and all that. And they are. And they do the best to not get it out there. Do, yeah, do you know they what just, I mean? It, it, look, the, the, the thing is, is you know you wait silent when they try so. Exactly. And they have. And I'm not just making it up. And, I've got, and, I, and what I'll do is, at the end of this, I'll get the screenshots to pop up to show where they've done it on me. And like I'm not bothered. They can try and close me down, whatever. I'm standing up because I believe. Yeah, not a, you just go on drug dealers. Da, da, da. As you say, not everyone is, and not everyone deserves what they got. Simple as. And um, what was the just before we finished? The, the, I wanted to. Let me get these notes. The comments. What was the comments? Oh, my favorite one was US all the parts. That was me. Oh yeah, that was one of the first comments there. Just <laughs> trolls. So yeah, there's the IPT here and um, oh yeah, I got a comment. So Emma Sweeten's husband is he uh, corrupt? I had a little look into that because I seen that, and I had a little look. At, it said something about Brian Harvey, and I had a little news, but I didn't find anything, and I don't know. Yeah, is the answer. Yeah, so I will put that up. So um, 
we're up to date with it now. That's that's where we are. We've touched on the grant the asylum because I actually spoken to the. She she messaged me the lady, yeah, because she said that you were thingy. So it's looking good. But as I say, on my opinion, I've been doing loads of research into it. I just drag your heels if, it, if it's coming off. Uh, don't do deals. Drag your heels on pleading, isn't it? And because January is a massive month, but we are going to keep you up to date because I want to do because it'll probably be like a four part because we could do like the middle of January after that airing. And then the end. After the IPC rule. And then after the IPC. Probably take me a month to read and understand. But yeah, but, we'll, you know, yeah. we can keep people up to date and it'll all, you can try and shut it down, whatever. So make sure you all give it a like, a comment and a share because, as I say, YouTube aren't suggesting it to people because they will have been told not to. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on again, Duke. She has been really Thank sick you. and I've dragged her on here. But yeah, we're going to keep it going and try and, get justice for everyone and anyone who says they're just drug dealers they're just proper sausages who are just sitting behind fucking and any, anyone who thinks we're gonna stop it, it's not it's not gonna it's no, no one there's no one ever gonna be well that's exactly what i've injustice. done as soon as the copyright come on i've done a video i said look i've been copyrighted on my own fucking podcast which is impossible i'm not taking it down and there's a part two coming and after this part two, there'll be a part three and a four. So you can do what you want. So yeah, we'll, we'll be in such. We've got the Swan on next podcast um, from Wales. So make sure you hit the like, comment, subscribe, share, and let's get this one rolling. And we'll speak to you soon.